0: Kia ora, everyone, welcome to Queenstown Live podcast, um, finally we made it, we've been trying for a little while, um, I'm on the line with Ange Wallace who is in Tauranga, um, we met at Women Who Get Shit Done, hey, that was... Yeah, like,
1: yeah, it was that the first one,
0: eh? Far out, that was years and years ago, um, and you are Director of What Lies Beneath um, Consultancy Business, Harimai, welcome. Hi, kia everybody, yeah. great to be here. So you've just been for a, a tell us where you've just been.
1: Um, well, I just ran out to a place called Rabbit Island or Moturiki Island in Northland um, uh, to get some mussels because the weather is about to turn, and I need them for an event I'm catering for. Um, catering for next Wednesday, so it was beautiful out there. Amazing. amazing. We found a big shell had a baby octopus in it. Oh it just so, cool. yeah, so cool. Yeah, so cool.
0: We share the um, absolute love of the water, but oh. at minute, um, so I'm part of a swimming group here in the for, for in the lake, and they swim all year, like every oh. Sunday. But for me, I'm like when it's minus ten outside the water, and it's eleven degrees in the water, which I, you know it's fine. I'll get in there that's and I ain't getting out of there and standing in the carpet, parking my knickers. Like there's no, there's just no way that. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually
1: the getting out of it's the worst path, isn't it? Yeah, Your legs become stumps and you're uh, so in yeah.
0: the pool for a little while um, <laughs> So how are you and how are you, I ask everyone Yeah, how am I? I am,
1: I'm great, I'm really great Just like life is, keep it pretty simple here um, And yeah, it's really brilliant on lots of levels So, so it's all cool been was- a good time
0: that was locked down for you because um, you're in the business consultancy business, business yeah. and then, and, and lots of people, um, I heard on the radio the other day that there was a, there's a real mixed feeling around cause they did a bit of a, they've done a bit of a research into who did well over COVID and who's not. And, and I know it's still going to go in and changing. Mm-hmm. But um, the biggest people who weren't doing well, which I was really surprised at and they said was business consultancy. And I'm like, um, yep. I don't, I, because For me, my friend's a business consultant, and everyone came to her and said, what do we do? Yeah. never been busier.
1: Yeah, never been busier. So I was so pleased with lockdown. I had work right through. So it meant that I could relax and, you know, kind of live on the harbour. And so I could, you know, do like nice nature things, but then come back to work, which was pretty cool. Um, And then, yeah, just never been so flat out, actually. So um, I think it would have been different if COVID had happened last year, because my business is quite new. But we were... You know, we're quite established now. We've got a good reputation and people know about it. So, yeah, I do think it would be a different position if it was last year, but this year has just been brilliant. So, yeah, big relief And you got your own business, eh? It's a bit of a relief when you oh, totally. realise that you're uh, over some pretty big hurdles.
0: And have you found that businesses are quite open to being challenged and shifted and shaped and changed?
1: Yeah, also, um, I don't know how much you know about um, What Lies Beneath, but it's all, it's all about client feedback, so I think we attract some pretty pretty sort of growth-minded clients, like our client list is, you know, I'm impressed by our client list, it's really great companies and people who are like, hey, I'd rather know than not know, um, and yeah, so I think, I think what we do does attract a certain, a certain type of business.
0: Yeah. So we, um, the the main, not the main reason, but one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you was um, around the conversation of Dry July, which also no. I think, and I don't know if this has got anything to do with the name of your business, but for me, working with people in my other job, um, What Lies Beneath is a really interesting, because it's like you peel back the layer of people and you never know what's going on for people, right? So never true. Never, ever. So um, I, um, I, I've done dry July I've had one wine night off um I went away so I got all the way up to about about the 20th of July Good and job. I went and did a piece of work at, um a winery like duh why did I put that in um and I was like do you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna drink and I'm gonna see how I feel mm-hmm. and I actually I had I think I had four drinks four glasses of wine which is a lot for me um and I woke up in the morning and I felt like shit
1: That's
0: what Um, it does, yeah. And that first sip was like, oh my God, this is so delicious, because it was really good wine, and all the thoughts around, um, this is really good wine, so it's an excuse, it's all right, it's, you know, it's a special occasion, all that stuff. Everything's an excuse. (laughs) So tell me a little bit about your, kind of where you're at with that, kind of a bit of your story.
1: Yeah, sure, so... Oh, man, I'm so beyond even um, how long ago it was. But it must be three and a half. It might be coming up for, yeah, three and a half years, I think, um, ago. I was just, you know, sort of at a point in life where I just didn't feel like I was thriving. Like, I'm a pretty upbeat kind of person and quite adaptable. And, you know, life tends to be, you know, quite good. And I just, yeah, I just felt, you know, a few sort of, sort of things had happened. And I was just feeling a bit shit. And, you know, I was definitely drinking a lot. And it's funny because I was drinking more than some people, but a lot less than other people. And it was so hard to gauge whether, you know, the boozing was actually something that was contributing. And, you know, and I would just go through massive roller coasters of like waking up, feeling dusty, going, shit, why did I do this? You know, I didn't need to have that, you know, bottle of wine on a weeknight. Um, And then, you know, sort of scold myself in my head and just you know just kind of feel like oh that was just really silly I'm not going to do that again and then you know sometimes that next night or a couple of days later I'd do it again and it was just this just this kind of roller coaster of it's amazing how you can wake up and feel one way and then you can feel completely different and that booze feels like a really bloody good idea
0: yeah absolutely
1: yeah and I just got sick I got sick of it um and then it was really when I decided to not worry about what other people were doing and, you know, trying to, you know, I think we can ex- we look around for excuses a lot of the Absolutely. time. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I was like, you know what? I don't think this is any good for me. And I wrote an email to my partner at the time. He was at work. And I just said, look, because he didn't necessarily, he didn't, no one thought I had a problem. You know what I mean? It wasn't like other people were like, oh God, she's a booze hag doing all these crazy things. It wasn't yeah. that. But it was yeah. just this feeling in myself. And I was like, oh man, is this really... You know, I think I just kept letting myself down was the worst part. And I, I think I do in general hold myself to quite high standards. So that was awful. Like I, you know, and it made me feel a little bit disingenuous as a person, I think. Um, so I wrote an email to my partner and was like, I think that I might have a problem with the booze and I really need to check this out. Um, so please support me. And, I, you know, I'm going to try and, um, you know, stop for a little while because if I can't do this, then I have to accept that I do have a problem. So I sort of like put it all on the line that he was really supportive and stuff. But, um, and that was really, you know, that was I was crying when I was writing the email, like it was a really emotional time. I just, you know, I'm just trying to think what else was going on in my life. But I think, um, yeah, I just, it just was, yeah, it was just a difficult time and I felt like I needed to sort of take control maybe. So I decided, I did all these different things. There was a thing called Daybreak, it's called Hello Sunday Morning Now, and there's a book called um, This Naked Mind by Annie Grace. So I pretty much did, that was the first time I'd ever gone and researched all these things online and just got all these different tools and threw myself into it and made it my number one priority. That, you know, if there were two choices... You know, if there are choices about things, um not drinking and making sure that I didn't have a problem with it was my first priority. And much to my surprise, I have not wanted a drink since.
0: Which is, I find really, I was going to ask you, because I... One, I have this, you have this internal, well, I'll speak from me. I have this internal battle with myself where people go, you know, you you have this excuse of dry July. So people are really cool about it, right? They're like, oh, that's cool. If it's outside of that time, people are a bit weird about it, right? And they say, yeah, but you, what do you drink? And I'm like, well, for me, I probably have one a day, like one, four Mm o'clock. I have one while I'm cooking, but it became this thing in lockdown where I was like, I'm having this drink and it's not, I've not even noticed that I've had it. I'd crack open a bottle and I'd say to Trent, my husband hardly drinks. I'm like, did I have this? Did I open this yesterday or the day before? And he's like, I don't know. I don't even, I don't know. I'm not taking notice of it. And and it just got to a point where I was like, I've not given my body a rest from booze in about six months. I'd probably have one day off. So July came up and I was like, I'll do this. And I, and the first couple of weeks were fine. And then I went to this thing and I, and I was like, I really want to have a drink. And then I was like, Hmm, what's that about? What do I, and then I started to kind of really think about why I use it. And I think that statement using something is really interesting. Instead of saying, I just drink, it's like, no, no, what (laughs) do you use it for? And I recognize I use it to, for relaxation, you know, it, it's a depressant, which people don't often realize.
1: I um, do in the mornings. They just forget when it's over. And,
0: and I also did an addictions 101 uh, workshop for three days through my work, oh, for cool. all work. And... A few people in that were doing Dry July and we talked a lot about what we use it for and most people said, I want to forget that I've got children for 10 minutes, I want to forget it's a wind down, it's a dip, but I said, you know what, I've, I've, I've felt that feeling at four o'clock where I've gone, I really want to drink and then I have something else in a nice glass and it's literally gone within five minutes, it's gone and then I'm fine.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think you're right, Um, you know, people who aren't ready to sort of look, you know, and this is the thing, I was ready to take control of this, and, you know, I don't want to make it seem like it was like a one-day thing, I had beaten myself up for so long before that time came when I was ready, and, you know, it's just so not a thing for me anymore, Um, but, yeah, I just think... When you really start to look at it, you know, for me, I would drink most when I was happy, which is so sad to look back on. Why can't I just be happy? Why can't I just be so happy with no downside and wake up in the morning even happier, you know? So, yeah, I don't, now that I'm on the flip side of it, bruising makes absolutely no sense to me. You know, if you're one of the people, I've got no issue. Most of my friends drink, you know, it's not an issue. Um, It doesn't stop them inviting me out. Um, I don't feel ostracized at all. And I think you kind of mentioned that before, that people have an issue with it. It's like, this is the smartest decision you can make. How could you have an issue? Like, yeah, seriously.
0: Completely. And I also have noticed that internal monologue is so loud. You, I, I constantly have this internal, um, yeah, but you really enjoy it. Yeah, but it's really nice. Yeah, well, just do it then when it's, you know, when there's a really nice, it's like, what, what are you, why are you having this back and forth with yourself?
1: Yeah, I think what's funny, what I found too, and it was particularly, because I didn't intend to give up forever. I just needed, I, my mission was to figure out whether this thing was controlling me or not, or if I control it, could control it myself. Um, but on what's now Hello Sunday Morning, I don't know, it's, that's kind of morphed into a few different things. I don't know exactly what it is now, but I just kept reading about all these people from all over the world with their battles with booze. And what I learned is that, mediation is the toughest thing to do and if you're sort of like I'm you know over 40 now it's like if you're still struggling with sorry not mediation moderation if you're still struggling with moderation it probably doesn't work for you because it just consumes your mind you know it's like this continual arithmetic of like you know and it's just just on your mind all the time whereas when I chose not to you just don't go into that area of the supermarket you just don't do a whole bunch of things and it just freed up I just felt so free
0: yeah and I think we've also created um, a little box that you have to fit in. And if you know, it's well, I don't get smashed every night, so obviously I haven't got a problem. Um, yeah. We've written. So then again, in my mind, I go, yeah, but I only have one glass of wine a night, and I'm like, yeah, but what? Do, what that's not. What is it giving me? It's not doing anything yeah. for me. If
1: it's not, if it's not, you know, I was making you question and go, why am I even doing this? Then, then look at it. You know, you 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 don't have to drink. Like life yeah. is absolutely you're wonderful not drinking I tell you what um but you know if you're (laughs) happy with, with just having a drink and it doesn't cause you angst then you know go with it it's definitely not something you know some people can totally um handle it and it's no issues but it just depends what you want and how you feel I think
0: yeah totally and so did you did you feel like so were you were you a swimmer before
1: yeah I was sort of dabbling in spearfishing and ocean swimming
0: yeah. And you know, oh, it's funny because prayer, yeah. I love how you say dabbling because I said to somebody, open water swimmers are a weird bunch and I, I love weird bunches. I I like are. They are. They're like uh, you know, and I, I love to dip my toe in it and then come out again. Um and I love the you know the I love looking out into the deep depths and thinking, I wanna go in there, slightly scared of it, but I'm gonna because you know, I, I'm a strong swimmer and I can blah blah blah. But they are an interesting bunch. Um and did did you feel like you you was that a re- replacement? I'm going to say in inverted commas, or or a or a distraction?
1: Um, I don't. I honestly don't think I needed distracting. Um, yeah. I think it was just you know I was ready. But I think what it does, giving up drinking, gave me a huge amount more time and energy. And I'm you know I was a bit of an early bird anyway. But it's funny I sort of climbed Mount Monadnock sort of three or four times a week and. There was a sort of penance to it when I used to do it when I was drinking, you know. I was like feeling a bit dusty, go out there to almost get me back to you know like normal. Yeah. Into, you know what I mean? And yeah. now I sort of get up, and you're just like adding to the, you're adding to the beauty and the joy of your life rather than sort of just trying to get back to get back to average. So yeah, you know, I think the extra time and energy, and I just I've delved into things kind of so much deeper. I think by clearing that space um, because, yeah, drinking takes up so much time. It just takes up a huge amount of time. But I think sort of spearfishing and being in the ocean is, I think it's always been my passion. But I think booze overtook the real me for a while. You know, it didn't give me, it was, it was, it's a shit hobby. I think it's a really terrible <laughs> thing to There are so many amazing. Underline,
0: shit hobbies, booze. Shit hobby, booze, yeah. I love yeah. it.
1: There are so many amazing things that we can do, even if it's, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, I think spearfishing people think it's like, it's pretty full on. But just whatever makes you, you know, there's a, there's a great term, ikigai, it's a Japanese term, which is your life force, like what makes you jump out of bed in the morning. Yeah. And I think it's so much easier to find that when you're not sort of anesthetizing or poisoning yourself with booze. Like I feel much more authentically me. Um, you know, there's one version of me now and it's just such a you know it's such a nice
0: yeah feeling. no it's awesome i know i have noticed like so i i'm a you know i'm exercise for me is like brushing my teeth now so i go and do something i haven't yeah. done anything for two weeks i've got an injured knee and i've really noticed like the the kind of the um like each night i'll go i haven't done any exercise am i bothered and i'm like I'm not bothered, and I'm like, you know what? For the first time in my life, I'm not even going to make myself feel bad about it. I'm just going to go. I don't feel like exercising at the minute. Yeah, I'm listen to go yourself. I'm just going to wait until it comes back, yeah. um, and it will. And 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 you know, it will. I, I'll I'll go and get on my wind trainer or I'll go for a walk or whatever. But at the minute, yeah. I'm like, first time in my life, I'm not boozing. I'm not even going to make myself feel bad. I'm just going to be. I'm going to sit by the fire. I'm going to read my book. I'm just going to chill out.
1: And I think it takes a lot of time to get back to, like, what do we actually want? Like, I've, I know lots of friends, you know, we have these conversations. So I think booze makes you so busy and clouded, you know, that you just, you know, I felt like I was kind of a rat on a treadmill type thing when I was boozing because you're just sort of slogging through the day a lot of yeah, the
0: time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Whereas it doesn't feel like that at all. I, I know what fills me up. And, you know, I just don't have FOMO about anything to do with booze at all yeah. because, I know, I, I know the things that I love and I spend my time doing them.
0: Well, you've got also got rid of that bullshit voice. Like that oh, character no, no. that's just full of shit that just goes, oh, look, you can't stay out late because everyone's drinking and you can't. It's like, I can, I can go home at 10 o'clock and feel fine about it.
1: Oh, there's nothing better. Like, yeah, honestly, yeah. I love them.
0: I can do yeah. what I want. You okay. <laughs> can still have such
1: an amazing time with people and then tap out early. Um, and there's some such amazing drinks. Have you heard of Ariba? Aripa drink? you've never tried it though.: Oh it's absolutely delicious and I love it's it because really I'll good. take them to um, to I don't really go to parties to be honest, but lots of dinner parties and things and it's like brain food like yeah. um, it makes you kind of brainier and it's so awesome like being at a dinner party while everyone's like drinking it's actually getting like more smart
0: and you're like, I'm sitting here getting more smart with you dumb people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know, there's some amazing options out there, and it still feels like luxurious. In fact, I was drinking one on a Zoom during COVID at about two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> it looked like a red wine, and Tracy to me. She's like, "I know it's not wine because you don't drink," but like, it <laughs> looked But are you all right?
0: Do we need to yeah. have a conversation? Went back to my
1: clients and was like, "By the way, that was not wine." I yeah, was drinking.
0: <laughs> I love it. I totally love it. <laughs> it's hysterical. Like. Eh? Well, kind of, it kind of I think, and there was that whole thing around lockdown about um, it was made acceptable, right? There were memes flying everywhere. Everyone's boozing, get on the booze. It's fine, booze, 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 booze. and you were just like, whoa. overwhelmed. Oh, it's so crazy. Like
1: watching, um, watching, like Netflix or series, and you know, on Facebook and just seeing how much how prevalent booze is. I don't know if you ever saw that program.
0: Did to me? It's got Christina Applegate in it. Oh yes, I started to watch it.
1: Did you notice the boozing in it? Like, I, I, you know, I'm not someone, I don't notice, I don't see like how much my friends are drinking and I don't monitor that stuff. I'm just doing my own thing. It's just not a thing. But man, that program, I just, I cannot believe that it was, you know, for me, I'm like, how can they even have that program on television, which is pretty much any feeling you have, you grab the wine, you grab the wine. And, but I know that a lot of people are like that. Happy, sad, new job, lost your job, doesn't matter what it is. Yeah.
0: It's just something and, we di- are directed to. Uh, yeah, and I think and the mummy wine thing. I
1: I chose not to have kids, but you know I find that really kind of sad in a little bit a little way because there's oh, nothing. Totally. That, yeah,
0: there's no, nothing like,
1: that's going to make parenting harder than having too many drinks.
0: Well, also, yeah, floor. no, and I and I use it as a like you know at four o'clock I pick I pick her up at four. She comes home. She's allowed some TV while I'm cooking dinner, and and it's like. It, it used to be my, this is my kind of an excuse to have a drink and make dinner, but I'm actually like, no, no, actually just making dinner on my own is enough. Like that little bit of time she's occupied, I can sit and concentrate on making delicious food for my family. Yeah. Why is that not enough? Yeah. Why is that little bit yeah. of time alone not enough? Yeah.
1: And I think not drinking makes you more present. You know, you've just got one less thing that you're holding or carrying or doing. And yeah, I feel a lot more present. I know it's like all the trend and stuff, but I just find that like being grateful and finding joy in the little things is so easy just when you've got a clear head on the
0: time. Yeah, no, totally. Totally. Um, Okay, so are you ready for your quick fire? Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, Favorite hot beverage?
1: Cacao. That's what I drink in the morning.
0: You're the first one. I used to love a hot chocolate when I got out of the pool. It, oh, nice. it still reminds me of being like when i was in the swimming team when i was about 10 and you know when you get out of the pool when you're little and all i remember is getting out and being absolutely <laughs> shattered be like Ugh. i love it um hot bath or hot shower
1: oh hot shower always feel guilty with baths i never stay long enough to warrant the amount know, of water goes
0: uh vegemite or marmite oh marmite uh one thing you do well
1: I think I do well oh shit um (laughs) what's a random talent I have well it would have to be cooking kaimoana. I love it and I think I do it pretty well
0: um one album you would listen to forever
1: oh that's a tough one one album I would listen to forever I think what I've just sort of got back into is um David Gray I can't think which one it is but
0: um, I'm like going way back
1: I really like that kind of peaceful pop vibe and I've just heard a heard song recently, so maybe that one. Uh, what brings you joy? What brings me joy? I think, what brings me joy, I think is I spend a lot of time in the water with people and I'm a bit of a goose and I just love, um, I love having really amazing experiences with friends and family that are really simple and happy and full of nature. I
0: Love it. Um, one thing you'd get rid of in the world today? Donald Trump. <laughs> You're not the first person who said that. My sister also said she'd like to sit with him for an afternoon and just just sit, like, outside and be like, what's going on for you, dear? <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I'll choose to get rid of him.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Um, your favourite place to sit?
1: Oh, I've got a chair... Um, where I do like journaling and all that jazz that looks out on the harbour and out on the mountain and it is, the sun comes in and it is just, I feel so, in my journal every day, it's like I'm grateful for this chair. I love it.
0: Um, And can you recommend a good cafe in Tauranga?
1: Oh, yeah, sure. So I would recommend um, probably, hmm, there's a couple. So gratitude is one that's really good. It's very healthy, and it's not usually my thing. I'm like a bit of a caveman with my eating, yeah. and it's vegan, I think, or vegetarian. I think it's vegan. Uh, but, yeah, they do these green smoothies and this thing called the Clean Green Bowl, which is something that I you know, I, I really look forward to all the time. It's sort of like my car drives me there because it's so good.
0: Oh, that is awesome. I'll write that down. Um, and tell me what you're going to go and do right now.
1: I am doing an incredible project with work um, talking to Tangata Whenua um, around the Bay of Plenty region and I'm presenting that in the morning so I'm going to be all day in this office um, immersing myself in that
0: Amazing Um, Thank you so much for finally we'll get we got there Um, Nice to see you Anna, it's really good to see you and hear your voice
1: Yes, you too Keep in touch my friend
0: Chat soon